jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! of darkness! Well... <laughs> We're back! Again. Lucky everybody. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, you know, actually, there is a thing I meant to mention last week. Oh. During the chopping block. Oh, was it that don't knock twice should have counted? I guess it does. You're saying it doesn't count. What? As a, as a film. In my edition of the chopping block. I wasn't edition. thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear it. No, I was just going to say that one of my potential categories last week was uh, wig court. And <laughs> use, yeah, you did that, the People's Court theme song. And I, w- I forgot to mention at the time a little piece of trivia for people to dazzle everybody <gasps> they know with. What? Is that that music, the People's Court theme song, that music was originally from a porno movie. The dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. That's a porno? Mm-hmm. What? So. Oh, that's it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you seen this porno? And did you say? No, I have a compilation of like, I think it's um, called Getting It On. It's a soundtrack compilation of like 70s porno music. Really? Yeah. And that's one of the tracks. So you... You you purchased this this album. You put it on, and you're just listening to the lovely tones of saxophone and like maybe some funky, yeah, gro- groovy moments. And then all of a sudden, you hear dun dun dun, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> and you you stand for the judge. I <laughs> did. I was like, what? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> where's the bailiff? Yeah, where's Judge Wapner? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think it was also maybe in an action movie. Like, it's been used in several things, but one of them is it's from a porno. So how the hell did it end up on people's court? Maybe it's public domain or something. I don't know. Someone was just like, hey, you know, I heard this song the other day and it it doesn't matter where I heard it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I heard it after church. (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) And I'll testify to that in a court of law. Yeah. So that's just, uh, you know, everybody you're, can feel free to. Everyone will be so amazed when you tell them. They will be. They will Fall be. to their knees, you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> how can you yeah. not when you hear that music? Yeah, well, that's true. I guess that's what it's for. That's what it's there for. Yeah. So there you go. I meant to mention that last week, but now you get it in the upfront business section. Oh, wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I feel. You're welcome. Um, does your feel life like... feel more rich, more... Do you feel more cultured? Yeah, I feel like, you know, like, I I've, I don't... For the last, like, year, the last, like, 13 months, kind of, I've been waiting for some kind of cathartic sense of, of having gained something or, like, like it, having grown as a person. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, like... Where you it, feel like a quantifiable change. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and I think... I think you just gave me that. So You're I wanna, welcome. I want to thank you for this gift. You're welcome. Nobody else is given. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're welcome to, I will say, that several people, and I do mean several people, have sent me messages or tweeted about uh, one song called Lady by <gasps> one perfect queen lesbian ceo yubin and mm-hmm. said that song is a fucking bop and i'm like you know what you're right it is you're welcome everybody if you haven't been listening to it it is your summertime feel good addictive song so there you go i just love i feel like every time 
every time I see on, and I love seeing this on the Gaylord's Twitter, I think I see it the most, uh, at Gaylord's AD, where like listeners will start messaging the Gaylord's account about K pop. <laughs> and I just, every time I see it, because I just watch as an admirer, as an admirer from afar, <laughs> you know? I, I love Stacy's journey. And it I'm, has been a journey. I'm so happy for her, and I'm so happy to see this happen. But then when I see the listeners join in with it, it is yeah. like, I'm just like, oh, every time, every tweet that comes in, I'm like, Stacy has gotten her wings. Yeah. <laughs> and now she is a winged Hydra beast. Yeah. <laughs> covered in K-pop wings. Yeah, anytime someone's like, uh, you know, do you have another recommendation? You know, I just, I feel like Anthony can hear my knuckles crack. From the other other end of Stately Gaylord's Manor, where I'm like, oh, yes, I do have some recommendations. Oh, do you want to talk about whether this person might be gay? Oh, I can talk about that. I can talk about that. Sit back and relax. Let the, let the PowerPoint begin. My yeah, friend. the the overhead projector comes out. Yep. The screen comes down. Yep. I come in carrying six rings of slides. Dun dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. So it's been my pandemic uh, journey. It's because honestly, what else would you have? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, I don't mean it like that. Well, otherwise, you should just go jump out a window. <laughs> Why don't you just? No, I don't mean it like that. Like. But for real, what else are our options right now? There are not a lot of options. Like, I have, I like, I have books. <laughs> I had an Anne Rice book, and you've got K-pop. Yeah. And it's like, honestly, it's not a lot of, a lot else to live for right now. So every, every little blessing. It's been a, a nice hobby to have. Not, not the most uh, productive hobby, but I have found some good music from, you know, Plenty of decades in the past. A few songs from the now. Oh, I think you have found more than some good music. I have at least two CDs worth of perfect music, and I heard I have more on the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been it's been good. I like music. I like music. Okay, so sue me. In a court of law. In a court of love. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of suing. Oh no. This fucking movie. <laughs> that we're going to talk about today. Oh, hold on. Um, someone's at my door. It looks like I'm about to be served. <laughs> That's right, you are. This week. <laughs> last week's episode, The Fun House, was a Stacey Ponder pick. Oh, and so. Let's not let anyone forget that Stacy chose the good movie last week, everyone. I'm just saying. And so then this week we were like, hey, Anthony, want to... Because usually it's a very sort of... We just, like, throw out words. I mean, titles. Not just, like, Apple. Like, we actually throw out movie titles. <laughs> we just free associate until <laughs> we find it. <laughs> yeah. And then we kind of discuss and see what we feel like doing. But it was like, since I literally was like, hey, I want to do the fun house. This week, Anthony was like, hey, I want to do something about alien abductions. And so we talked about there's not a lot of movies, horror movies that really fall under that category. Yeah, there's like five. Yeah. So we focused on this one. <laughs> I love that. Of the five... This is the one we we, we followed the, the phosphorus light to yeah. in the cave. This, this is the one that beamed us aboard. <laughs> um, and I would like to say that, um, well, you know, I had heard about this movie. This movie does appear on... Uh, the final girls Shocktober list of reader favorites where I said send in your list of your 20 favorite films and then I compiled them into a master list last October and the fourth kind made the list this movie is the favorite one of the favorite films of several people and so to to those people I do apologize um, for my feelings about it <laughs> 
I, I know that Anthony's favorite films, there's probably several films on that list that you're like, ew, what? That's a terrible movie. I know my list, you look at it and you say, well, I can't, I can't argue with any of these. These are all perfect. That's exactly what they say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this film, I even though I had heard about it over the years and some people were like, it's actually scary at parts and blah, blah, blah. I had vowed never to watch it. Literally, I vowed never to watch it, despite my love of Mila Jovovich. Because Angel. the the writer-director, Olatunde Osinsanmi, his film previous to this one I saw, it's called The Cavern, and I hated it so much. Did you, Mrs. White? There were caverns on the sides of my face. <laughs> Even caverns? <laughs> uh, it was so poorly made. Just like inept filmmaking, which is like, whatever, you know, like that happens sometimes. Yeah. But but the audacity of this film to end in the middle of a rape scene yeah. made me so angry that I said, I will never watch anything. And then and then this one, we narrowed it down to this. And I said, well, Stacy, do you want to be held accountable for the shit that you did in 2007? Still. <laughs> and I say, well... All right, fine. I will watch this movie. You lifted your ban. I did. Should have kept it in place. <laughs> yeah, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I haven't seen The Cavern. Um, but you Don't. Des- you, you described this to me previously. And and you just summed it up. Um is it literally like a rape scene's happening and then they just cut the film and then it just mm-hmm. goes to the credits? Mm-hmm. I like I looked it up on I'm like when when I wanted to see what else he's been doing when after I watched the worst kind. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's in like TV mostly. <laughs> yeah, Star Trek. Um, and I clicked on the cavern because I was like, "Am I imagining? Am I misremembering?" And that movie has—I think it was a two point eight rating on IMDb, which is like very low. Like even bad movies on IMDb will be a four or a five usually. Yeah, yeah, like a four is like real, but like a is like a is like a, a made for TV direct to video thing. Yeah, and I clicked on user reviews, and they were. All the ones I saw, it was a scroll, scroll, scroll. They were all one star. I think somebody flooded it with like 10 star reviews. Probably somebody who knows him at one point. (laughs) And then all the real reviews were one star. And I saw one of them was like, I can't believe this movie ends in the middle of a rape scene. Wow. And so I'm like, yeah, well. Wow. And see. It it was like, I feel like it was a freeze frame on a rape. Mm. Yeah. And you're saying you didn't like the film. Yeah, I just, you know. Something she about wasn't, that. Yeah, something about that. <laughs> just didn't work for you? <laughs> I mean, it was very sensitively handled. But, uh, <laughs> oh, God. No, uh, yeah, so. Well, a two point, a two surprises me because when I was reading about The Fourth Kind after I watched this film last night, um, I was reading up because I wanted, like, to find, like, an interview with him or what's his perspective, right, <laughs> on why he made this movie or why he made any of the choices he made choices i yeah i did not find explanations for the choices because i don't think many interviews were granted um but i i did find several people talking about him uh excitedly citing him as a a a new this was contemporary to the time of this film 2009 is when this came out they were citing him as a new um up-and-coming master of sci-fi oh says uh Shmolatunde Shmoshanshanmi. Yeah. Master of sci-fi. Yeah, and his, and his mom and, yeah. are really big fans of his film. It must be said, listeners, that we arrived at this film because, like Stacy pointed out, I had wanted to do some alien abduction stuff. Alien abduction stuff freaks me out. Um, you know, it was everywhere in the 90s, and being a late 80s, early 90s kid, unsolved mysteries those dramatic reenactments right scary so that mm-hmm. has that lingered with me so i've been thinking i want to do some alien abduction we looked at communion 
the West Whitley Strieber, um, Christopher Walken film. And we initially considered that. And then somehow it turned into me saying, no, I should just watch these movies on my own time. And then I was like, I should just watch the fourth kind on my own time. And I said, it's real bad. And then I sent you a clip, Stacy. Yep. I sent you the clip of the opening of the film in which Mila Jovovich walks out on screen. And I said, here's why I would want to watch this, Stacy, because it's terrible. She walks out on screen and she it's this green screen of like the Pacific Northwest of Alaska, the trees. And she goes, hello, I am actress Mila Jovovich. In this film, I will be portraying Dr. Abigail Tyler. I sent you that clip. Yeah. And you said, this is so bad. Why would anyone ever think this is a good idea? We have to do this. <laughs> I know! <laughs> it's, once again, it's the Gaylord's effect, everyone. Because I just thought, like, why would you make this choice? Mila Jovovich comes out in front of the green screen, and the camera is spinning for some reason. Yeah, it's There's... spinning around her real fast. There's no reason for the spinning. It's blatant green screen, which is fine. Mila Jovovich, you can tell she left her soul in the fucking dressing room. Her eyes are blank. <laughs> her eyes are blank. If there's anything, is she's thinking like, this is a mortgage payment. This is a mortgage payment. Like, that's the only thing going through her mind. And she talks about how she's portraying Dr. Abigail Emily Tyler. Abigail Emily Tyler. Abigail Emily Tyler. Because everybody uses their full name all the time. Uh, and, and a how... signifier. A doctor. An actress. A director. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, what you're about to see is a reenactment of things. And I'm like, all of this, all you have to do is put on the screen based on a true story. Yeah, just start the movie. <laughs> Any other director would just put up there, even if it was, like, based on a true story, in 1990, Dr. Abigail Emily Tyler went through some <laughs> shit or whatever. Why would you bring out your lead actress to talk in front of spinning green screen about how she's in the movie? Because it's amazing! <laughs> the, the choices... In this, boggle the mind. It's not even like, oh, I see what the filmmaker was going for, but they didn't have the budget to pull off that effect. Or, oh, I see what they were trying to do, but this. It's like the choices here are beyond my comprehension. Because it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not, it was, what, when was record and when did found footage really kick it? Because found footage happened with Blair Witch. And then mm -hmm. it and then it really didn't get like a second window until a little bit later on. I want to say mid two thousand. Paranormal activity. Paranormal probably. activity. Thank. So what was that? Two thousand seven ish or something. Mm hmm. Um, and then so two thousand nine, fourth kind era, right? Found footage was really building up and really reaching its sort of a, a new height. And so he he wants to incorporate found footage, but then it's like, oh, but we're gonna, the whole thing is fake. We're gonna have it be partially oh found footage but then we can't it's not enough to have the fake found footage we have to take the fake found footage and then unsolved mysteries it and then put a dramatic reenactment which is the film you're watching next to the found footage a split screen so i'm watching the same thing which is one half of the screen is purportedly real footage the other half of the screen is mila jovovich reenacting the purportedly real footage and it's like why <laughs> why are you not just picking one just make the move the whole time i just kept thinking just make a movie yeah <laughs> instead it's not a dramatic reenactment it's not found footage it's not a movie what is this <laughs> i don't know <laughs> And the whole time, I remember, like, people said this was scary. People said this, there was some scary stuff. And you said, when we were talking about doing it, you said, yeah, there's one part that's really freaky. I did something. say that. And uh, I'm waiting for this, and then it's over, and I'm like, well, where was it? Same! I thought this was scary. I thought there were, okay, there were two sequences that I thought were scary back in 2009 when I saw this, the first and only time I ever saw this. Uh, I might have seen it in 2010 when it came out on video. I don't know. It was, uh, so this was 11 years ago. Like we all know, our bodies reformat themselves every seven years. I apologize. I'm a different person now. <laughs> I am not accountable for my former self slash collection of cells actions. 
Um, I remember the the first scene. It, it doesn't even happen until way late in the movie. But the first when they hypnotize the guy and he's like laying down in the bed and then he starts levitating and then his mouth gets all wide. Mm-hmm. I remember that being like so scary when I was when I was watching that the first time. Mm. And then the second time is like when you see the UFO over the house for like a half a second. I don't know why that's and I blame my alien fear. Yeah, you have an alien fear. <laughs> because you. nothing in this movie is scary. <laughs> I just could not get over the split screens. Well, dude, because also what the fuck was up with that split screen? Yeah. It was drunk. Yeah, the whole thing. Well, that's the that was part of the problem with the cavern is it's like he's trying to do some kind of style here, but it's going to induce a grand mal seizure in me because <laughs> Like, it would do, like, rapid flash bulbs at the camera. Like, literally shit that probably triggered somebody into having a seizure. Oh, wow. Like, just horribly edited and, like, what are you doing? And this was the same way of, like, the split screen would then be eight split screens. But uh, why? Why is the the split screen... You'll see the little bar come down. Like, Mila Jovovich will be talking... And then suddenly her screen will start to move and you get half of her. And then the little bar comes down and then you see the reenact or the, um, you see the fake found footage of the original alleged documentation. You see that come up on screen. And then the split screen just starts move like the bar in between yeah. them. Yeah. The split in the screen, as it were, will just start jostling and like jumping around yeah. left and right on the screen. There's a scene, there's a scene, it's, a hostage situation and this guy's like because she did hypnotism nobody cares or no everyone you all know what this movie's about nobody cares so she does hypnotism (laughs) on this guy and then it triggers his alien his ancient aliens memories and his abduction memories and so he's at his house and he's gonna shoot his family and he's on the phone with cops so you see the split screen there's the guy in the house there's the sheriff's face there's the the original footage and then there's Miliovich on the phone. And the split screen is moving left, right, up, down. It, it You are on the, 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 the teapots at Disneyland. <laughs> Why? Why? It reminded... Did you ever, did you ever see the trailer for... Um, honestly, we should do this movie. I never saw it. But I, 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 my, my friend Sean and I, we both work at the Hollywood. And we could not stop watching this trailer in the office when we first saw it. But it was... Um, surfer it's called surfer colon teen confronts fear did you ever see the trailer no it's 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 so weird it's it's a whole trailer made out of split screen and like everyone go on youtube and watch it surfer teen confronts fear it's just like will teen shark attack live pray to god like and then you see boats and then sharks fly by it's just it makes no sense and that's what this scene was it's just a horrible student film with experimental editing and no sense of, of any artistic awareness. <laughs> I mean, I guess he thought that was going to heighten the tension or something, but it's like, I just don't understand. I, I know that that's like, it's boring to just hear me say that I don't understand these things, but to have the scene playing out twice on the screen at the same time, just, <laughs> there's no justification. When they're both, fabrications like choose one make a found footage movie about this with all unknowns but somehow he wanted like actual actors in it so he's going to recreate it okay then just say it's based on a true story and let us try to believe this because if scary things are happening in the mila jovovich universe of this and then you pull us out to talk to the quote-unquote real person all you're doing is like pulling us out of the moment and ruining any build-up that you had in the mila jovovich universe do you know what i mean that's the biggest question one of the many big questions actually because i don't know that i could determine a biggest question that i had is was there no one ever, anywhere to tell him, like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no, I don't think so, because, and, and I think what tips you off to that is like, okay, this was his second film. He had made The Cavern, which was what it was. Not a success, let's say. Okay, fine. Because that was just a low-budget indie, right? Yeah. And what even is that about? 
It's it's kind of a ripoff of the descent. These people go caving in like Bulgaria or something because of course that's like where it was made. Um, and you know we don't know anything about them because the caving world is full of secrets. And so we then they don't this. and then they don't have to explain anything, you know. And so they go caving and they get trapped in there. And then they're like, oh, there's a monster. But then it turns out that the monster is actually just a guy who uh, he was in a plane crash and everybody died except for him. He was a kid. And so he just like grew up in the cave. And so that turned him into like super caveman. And then he picks them off one by one until there's just the two girls left and they wake up uh, only clad in animal furs by a fire. And then he comes in and kills one of them and rapes the other one. And it ends in the middle of the rape. Oh my god, fuck that movie. Yeah, that's the cavern, folks. So he made that. So he made that, and I think the fact that in the, what is supposed to be the real footage, he has cast himself and put his name in big letters in the back so we know who he is. He's got the Chiron at the bottom of the screen with his name on it because mm-hmm. he's interviewing the real Dr. Abigail Emily Tyler, right? Complete with his universe, his own university that he went to. It says, you know, presented by Chapman University. <laughs> yeah, so I just, I think the fact that he made himself so central to this tells you that there was think- nobody telling him he had some bad ideas. And he thinks he's a genius. Right. And when it's John Carpenter putting a John Carpenter film on his first film and you say, wow, that's some ego. John Carpenter's got the shit to back it up. Yeah. You you know? Yeah. Well, he's a master of technique at the very least. Yeah. Like, you know, a healthy ego, fine. But my point is there was no, no one around him telling him. No. Maybe don't do this. So nobody tells him, maybe you don't need an opening scene where Mila Jovovich walks on screen, says, I'm actress Mila Jovovich, I'm playing Dr. Abigail, Emily, Exorcism of Emily Rose, Tyler. <laughs> and now here's the movie, which then goes into, here's the director, and it says, Director Olatunde, talking <laughs> to the real-life Abigail, Emily Rose, Tyler. And then she says, okay, and here's how it all started. And then we get a flashback, which is then the first scene of the movie movie, <laughs> where we see Mila Jovovich in her, doc- her, you know, her doctor's lodge or whatever. And, she, and she's, um, she's just piloted herself into Nome, Alaska, because she's also <laughs> a pilot and a therapist. And so she's flying her plane and she lands in her lodge. We see her talking um, to a patient. And it says... On screen, actress Mila Jovovich as Dr. Abigail Tyler. (laughs) As if we forgot that she introduced herself and we Uh have been shown the name Dr. Abigail Emily Tyler three times on screen in text already. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I say, I'm in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) All the names, they all had like alias in parentheses next to them, yeah. or actor Elias Cotius as so-and-so. It's like, we Alias. know, like, we know, first of all, we know, we know this. But the back and forth and all of this, it's just like, you're not establishing any one reality for the world of the fourth kind as a film. There's no one reality, and so... You're just, as a viewer, you're just pulled back and forth constantly, reminded that this is supposed to be real, but then it's fiction, but then it's real. It just doesn't sustain any kind of mood or anything. And so I just, through the whole thing, I was like, yeah, pick one and go with it. And I just felt myself getting more and more angry (laughs) because I said I knew. I shouldn't be watching this right now. That's not an owl. (laughs) Anthony told me this was an owl. This is not an owl. I'm being probed. In places I would rather not be. Start levitating and then your jaw just opens up real wide. Yeah. And Stacy starts screaming in Sumerian. 
when they translated the Sumerian, like the Sumerian <laughs> voice could have been, it was a little, like I could see. That's spooky. I could see the spookiness on the horizon of like, just the voice was creepy. Like that was actually well done. But then they translate it and the ancient aliens that are speaking in this language, it's translated to end your study. And I just thought, no. Because because Ab- Dr. Abigail Emily Tyler is doing a study on these people and trying to figure out her husband died. He was studying this and now she's picking up his work. And so she's studying all of this and blah, blah, blah. And the aliens visit and they're like, no, end your study. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because ultimately it's revealed, I guess the director is obsessed with ancient aliens and, the, you know, the whole chariots of the gods, like, you know, you Ridley Scott thought that he was onto something brand new when he made Prometheus, but clearly he hadn't seen the fourth kind yet. Um, <laughs> and, and so there's this whole idea that, you know, the Sumerians are established as that was the first human language. I don't know if that's true. It's established as the first language or whatever. And, and actually the Sumerians were the first people that were made by this, the Sumerian aliens um, who are trying to stop Dr. Abigail Tyler's study because, as Stacy said, she is, she is uncovering that these alien abductions are happening and it's all pointing to the Sumerian aliens. And the Sumerian aliens, for some, for some reason, they're threatened by one psychologist in Nome, Alaska? <laughs> even though even though Dr. Abigail Emily Rose Tyler, as portrayed by actress Mila Jovovich, points out that this is this is happening worldwide and nobody knows because they're all being forced to forget and everyone's seeing owls in their beds instead of aliens why are the all powerful satanic sumerian aliens who also if you put someone under hypnosis the sumerian aliens possess people and turn them into levitating walkie-talkies that then the sumerian aliens speak through mm-hmm why are they threatened by any of this? Yeah, what are, what are we going to do to them? <laughs> like, like, to what? the point that they need to wage a campaign of terror on Dr. Abigail Emily Tyler. <laughs> As portrayed by actress Mila Jovovich. Thank you. <laughs> I forgot who she was. <laughs> I just... I don't, I don't get it. Bless anybody who was taken in by this film and likes it and it's on their list of favorites and i mean that completely sincerely i wish i could see in it whatever it is you see in it because all i see is a split screen this side is crap (laughs) this side also crap okay so what you're saying is this right now, this demonstration that you, Stacy Ponder, are offering us, in which you have your transparencies, you're showing the different sides of the split screen. <laughs> are you speaking to us at Chapman University from your wheelchair after having seen this film? <laughs> I am. No one will believe me. <laughs> I feel so bad for the poor woman that played the real Dr. Abigail Emily Tyler. Oh my gosh. I was just like... I know that this character is supposed to be traumatized and sad, but I was just, the whole movie it just, just bums you out just hearing her talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, she was such a drag. And then the aliens took mm. my baby. <laughs> it's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What is this? Uh, well, I formally, I would like to formally apologize. I'll be doing my apology tour across America as soon as it's safe to reopen. That's okay. You know, it, I will say that um, lying about there being something really creepy <laughs> and scary in this, your lie about that kept me interested because I was like, it's coming though. Something good's coming. <laughs> oh, no. So it held my attention in that regard. I... I wa- I'll tell you this. I watched. I watched it, and my downstairs tensed up a lot because I was like, "Oh, Stacy's not gonna be happy. <laughs> Mommy's gonna be upset." Anthony, can I see you for a minute? Outside, outside. Can we talk? Okay. I broke a vow for this film. 
<laughs> yeah, you compromised your brand. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Wow. Uh... It's it's real bad. This, that's the thing. I realize we've only been talking about it for five minutes, and all we've said is, why did this happen? <laughs> why do this? It's bad. But there's, there's like, nothing, nothing about the movie. <laughs> well, there's really, what is there? Ancient is aliens. There? Ancient aliens. They come in the night to your house. You think it's an owl in the doorway. I thought, well, okay, at least we're going to see the alien that they think is an owl. Nope. No, we don't see any aliens. Um, they take you and do things, and then you go back and you don't remember. But then you go to Dr. Abigail Elmendley Tyler, <laughs> who will put you under hypnosis, and then you'll be like, ooh, I see an owl. Oh, no, that's not an owl. Ah! uh the police are assholes well we all know that already yeah big big stretch um whatever and then it ended and that's the movie that's the movie this keeps these things keep happening over and over and over these same scenes it's it never it 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 never start the movie never starts no. <laughs> the movie suddenly ends. It's just like all of a sudden it's over. Yeah, her one of Miliovovich's kids, shitty kids, gets beamed up. And that's the end. And then they're like, "Oh, all by the way, also she was never found." Yeah, now she's paralyzed. Yeah, the big reveal is that Miliovovich's character, Dr. Abigail Emily Tyler, the real one, is it a wheelchair? That's the big reveal at the end. And I'm like, the whole time I'm like, I thought she was in a chair without wheels that whole time. <laughs> what a twist! What a twist! That chair has wheels. That's the big twist of the fourth kind, everybody. Listen. You don't get to see a fucking alien. <laughs> you get to see a wheelchair. <laughs> he wanted to shock the ableist demographic, okay? This is the only way he knew how. I wish, and I wish and I'm genuinely surprised that every time Dr. Abigail Emily Tyler, as portrayed by not actress Mila Jovovich, but other actress, every time she shows up, I wish it said the real one in brackets in front of her. (laughs) It should have. Well, then I could help, it would help me as a viewer. That's because I was, I was so confused every time. (laughs) The movie. Wait, is this the same character I've been watching the entire time? The movie, that's what it, I was like, it either needed to just go full force in that area where it's like, you tell me what's on screen as I'm watching it every single second. Yeah, make it a fucking pop-up video. Yes, I need assistive graphics throughout the entire goddamn experience. Like, he goes that route. At one point, at one point in one of the, the De Palma, but like on acid split screen sequences... At one point, he's doing the the split screen. You see the it's it's of the hypnotism. You see the guy in the you know the the lodge, and then you see the real life footage in the more plastic lodge or whatever. And then the person is speaking in Sumerian or something. But you don't you what it comes down to is you don't hear the uh, you don't hear anything that's being said in the real life footage. However, there is a caption that comes on screen in, on screen in the real life footage that says "name omitted," even though no one has said anything. It just says "name omitted" because it tells when when I see that it tells me that he took out the audio from that mm-hmm. scene, but then he forgot to take out the caption that accompanied it. Who is who? Why did he do this to me? And then why did I remember being scared by two sequences and then suggesting that we watch it because of the opening scene? Hear that They're coming. They're yep. coming. <laughs> They're coming for me because I broke my vow. Uh, I'm having myself committed. It, <laughs> it's fine. I am. I have always depended on the kindness of Sumerians. I'll be fine. Well, this was not good. No, it's a bad a really bad movie i'm actually disappointed that it's bad because it had gotten and i had heard enough times like oh it's actually scary 
that over the years I I said to myself, maybe I should watch it. And I held fast to my beliefs for so long and didn't. So, you know, to finally see it and then just say, no, this was bad. (laughs) It's disappointing. (laughs) But is that... Is that not a lesson in, well, not necessarily not listening to me, but in a lesson in trusting yourself mm. and staying committed to your core ethics? Well, yes, but I also do believe in uh, second chances. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I did feel like maybe Stacy, you know, like I said earlier, why not give it a go? You know? Oh, well. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, I I actually thought like, okay, I know this movie. I remember this movie being super weird and bad. I remember laughing so hard at being being so confused by the constant naming and titling of things that were already visibly happening on screen and and identifying one of my favorite actors for me a hundred times over. <laughs> But I kept thinking, at least I'll have those two parts that I remember really freaking me out. And I can get the willies. Never happened this time. Yeah. So I guess I've grown. Maybe sure. I'm, maybe I'm not as afraid of aliens when they're in really bad movies, at least. That could be. So, hey, I learned something. Well, then I guess it was worth it. It was worth it. Well, it was worth it for that. And it was worth it for the, the one part where he, you know, he has all those brackets on screen. And did you see the part where he had the bracket on screen that said untranslated? <laughs> and it looked like because of the the kerning on the font, um, it looked like it said cunt translated. <laughs> he chose that bl- font. I must have blanked during that part. <laughs> well, <laughs> you missed out. I'll, <laughs> I'll have to watch it again. <laughs> well, Stacy, I guess I will see you in court. Um, I mean, I'm glad you got a little alien fix, even if it was bad. Yeah, but now I need good alien stuff. And now I don't know what to watch. Listeners, if you know a good alien abduction movie that isn't Fire in the Sky, because let's be real, it's only the last scene is good in that movie. Should I watch Communion? I don't know. I need. My, like, and I mean, I, it can't be worse than this. So that's true. That's true. I guess. I guess Lisa has Christopher Walken. I mean, but this at least it, this has Mila Jovovich. I fucking how many goddamn movies have I sat through just because she's in it? I know. She it's sat t- through this one. It's a testament to her power. I love mm-hmm. Mila Jovovich. I still oh, love yeah. Mila. I don't take any of this out on her. No, 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 she's no. A goddamn perfect queen and an angel and a blessing to humanity. So mm-hmm. I want that to be known. Alas, with that said, Stacy, are you ready to place your head on the chopping block? Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you Dr. Abigail Emily Tyler? <laughs> yes. Stacy Ponder, as portrayed by Dr. Abigail Emily Tyler. <laughs> Blogger Stacy Ponder. Which one Stacey is the real Ponder. me? Dr. Abigail Emily Tyler. <laughs> oh, I'm sad. I'm sad, but I'll be tra- portraying blogger Stacy Ponder. <laughs> She's you. She's me. I am her. <laughs> this is like George Romero shit up in here. Anyway, <gasps> yeah, let's play the chopping block. It's fine. I wish you'd cut my head off last night before I watched this movie. <laughs> But you can do it now. That's fine. All right. If we're lucky, somewhere down the line, we'll break our necks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Why would my head get cut off? Because you're playing a question and answer game here on Gaylords of Darkness, in which you are presented with three categories to choose from. Each category contains five questions pertaining to horror films and not horror-adjacent films, <laughs> as was set in stone. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you choose a category. You have ten seconds to answer each question, unless you call out, I want the wig, in which case 
Jamie Lee Curtis's wig from the 1981 film Halloween 2 magically descends upon thy head, which confuses the heads they are non-binary executioner and affords you an extra 10 seconds, equaling 20 seconds total to answer that question. If you answer anything wrong, you are dead. Uh, if you run out of time, you're dead. If you win, well, yay. Hey. <laughs> you're not dead yet <laughs> that's right well that's it that's the chopping block thank you thank you congratulations thank you thank you i don't know who goes first i, I think, don't want to think about it i think i did last time all right because so I, I yeah i answer first Okay. You answer first. Oh, okay. So I'm presenting you with three questions categories. Three, three yeah. Three you categories. only get three questions to choose from <laughs> this time. All bets are off. Okay. Starting with uh, your your new category. Your new category is shit. It's like shit. It's like shit, but it. Get it? It's, it's shit. 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 Shit came from outer space. It's like it okay. came from out, but it's shit came from outer space. Has this okay. been established? Okay. Yes. I was, uh, this okay. is about... I'm not saying these films are shit. I want to put that out there. I'm not saying these films are shit. And these are just... These are just, you know, uh, more oddball slash less successful attempts at alien horror films. I see. The fourth kind! The fourth kind, yes. So shit came from outer space. That's trivia all about less successful attempts at alien horror. Uh, your old, uh, you have two old categories coming your way then. Seven, eight, nine, in which I name a movie and you tell me whether it came out in 2007, 2008, or 2009, like the fourth kind. Um, and your final returning category is Marion Cotillard did 9-11, which is trivia about horror films based on real life conspiracy theories oh no oh they're easy so your 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 categories are seven eight nine shit it came from outer space or marion cotillard did 9 11 oh these are all failures for me <laughs> i feel it already <laughs> categories are very uh you know them i doubt it but all right um i guess marion cotillard and this cat this it must be said thank you for going with that this must be said that this category did come from our conversation on the show in which you informed me that marion cotillard is a, a loose changer yeah because ever since you've said that i cannot stop hearing in my head you as her saying the detonation came from inside the tower (laughs) (laughs) pigeons do not fall like this (laughs) so that's something that is heard around my house all day every day (laughs) so another gift that stacy just keeps giving (laughs) all right okay get my timer here i'm going to fail no you are not i will die cut off my head i do not care you will win (laughs) okay marion cotillard did 9 11 most of these are just um tell me the movie but there's one that's not all right question one y'all set oui (laughs) that's french for yes. <laughs> Question one. Thank you, Ola Tunde. <laughs> Direct. Hello, I. Hello, I'm yes. I will be portraying we. Anyway. <laughs> That's the French language explaining who they are. Yeah. On the chopping block. <laughs> Um, <laughs> question one. Mm. Okay, question one. Thank you for that. I'm just imagining the French language on Sesame Street as the director of the fourth guide. <laughs> question one. Marion Cotillard did 9-11. Okay, here we go. This 2012 documentary 
deals entirely in conspiracy theories surrounding the haunted hotel room from The Shining, for which it is named. Oh, no, 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 no! Mm. Ah, oh, ah, room 237! Oui, oui, oui! Ouais! <laughs> c'est bon, c'est bon! <laughs> That's French for that Eartha Kitt song. Um, (laughs) God bless that queen, R.I.P. Question two. A psychic detective uncovers a Masonic conspiracy in Whitechapel in this 2001 comic book adaptation. I know this one. This one is from L. (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) From him. Starring Johnny Depp from a husband of uh, Vanessa Paradis. Ah, Oh, wait, wait. Okay, question three. (laughs) Question three. Oh, there's a K-pop tie-in here. (gasps) Well, because we all know that K-pop is controlled by MKUltra, right? Yes, it is. Now, in real life, question three. MK Ultra was a top secret CIA project focused on mind control and drug experimentation. And in this 2013 film, the aforementioned drugs are taken from the brains of cadavers and injected into people. What's the film? Oh, I do not know. So I want the wig, eh? <laughs> Give me the quaff plastic. <laughs> I do not know the answer. I will just run out the clock with some bullshit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You've been dead for like seven seconds, but I just <laughs> let it keep happening. <laughs> It wasn't the Banshee Project, was it? That's exactly what it was. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! You were too busy being I was too busy fucking around! (laughs) God However, however, you wouldn't have won because it's actually the Banshee chapter. Chapter, chapter, chapter. Yeah, Banshee chapter. Banshee chapter, yep. Banshee chapter, yeah. But I think... I think it was all worth it for that little journey <laughs> to France. <laughs> I can hear the accordion as we speak. There's Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Jerry Lewis, hey, genius, genius. It's genius. Oh, the flubber. <laughs> the flubber. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Well, you did good. Yeah. Well, no. Thank you, though. You did good. It's, I could have done better. You did. Oh well, good. that's no, fine. I think the word, maybe the wording on the last question was a little wordy, and maybe that threw you along with the. <laughs> I was thinking about Irene of Red Velvet being on MK Ultra. <laughs> Oh, I misled you by talking about K-pop. You got excited. Yeah, I got real excited. Got like, excited. finally, a question about Mama Moo. <laughs> you know, if I brought up, if I gave you a category. <laughs> oh, please. I would just, this episode would be 10 hours long. <laughs> it would be, ten, or you would just die on the spot. Like, I would ask and we would just hear a thud. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Oh well. Okay. Well, I'm resigning myself to the fact that I'm never going to win the chopping block ever again. There's a piece in it. There's a piece in it. All right. Here we go. Your turn. Oh, okay. <laughs> One new category for you today. And that new category is don't go in the woods alone or even <gasps> with anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was the title. It is the title. Oh, it's the title of the category, not the movie, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> but this category is all about uh, horror movies that take place in the woods. Oh, I love that. So scary. I, des- I described the movie, you tell me the movie. Woods are scary. Woods are scary, unlike the fourth kind. Uh, <laughs> yes. Category two 
Speaking of woods, look what you did to him. These questions are all about the Friday the 13th film series. Mm. Friday the 13th trivia mm-hmm. type. Whatever. And category three is three for one. Again, where I give you three keywords that describe a film. You tell me the film. All of these films have titles that are only one word. Yeah? Okay, wait. <clears throat> so you say three words. Yes. I give you a movie that has one word in the name. Right. So, like, if I said dog, car, mom, you might say, oh, Cujo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So your categories are don't go in the woods alone or even with anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you did to him. And three for one. Oh. See, three for one. I'm like, ooh, that sounds like my jam. But then I'm like, but that also sounds like it could be so easy that when I inevitably die, I can already see the number count on my inbox going up. Listeners. <laughs> Do I want I, to? I think all of these are pretty easy. Quite So frankly. you're saying I'll get the number count in my inbox regardless? <laughs> no, I mean you'll win regardless and won't ever have to get a number in your inbox ever again. You know, I want to go into the woods alone and not with anyone, and also not with anyone else ever. Never. Okay. Don't go in the woods alone or even with anyone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Woods scare me. So I, let's do that. Woods-based movies. You'll get these. Okay, okay. No problemo. Okay. All right, here we go. Question one. You'll find a lot of stuff in the woods in this movie, including Coffin Rock. Oh, The Blair Witch Project. Yes, ding, ding, ding. Oh. Question two. You'll find a lot of stuff in the woods in this movie, including the Shit Sisters. Uh, Sleepaway Camp 2. Yes, ding, ding, ding. Queens, fucking Queens. Question three. You'll find a lot of stuff in the woods in this movie. (laughs) Including a killer who is female. Oh! Oh, shit! Wait, is... Oh, uh, I I want the wig. I know which one it is. I just... I can never remember if it's just Before Dawn or, um... Um, um, The Final Terror. Uh, it's... Okay, just before... It's it's The Final Terror. Yes, it is! Ding, ding, ding! Oh, hell yeah! Question four! You'll find a lot of stuff in the woods in this movie, including Sam Raimi's 1973 Oldsmobile Delta 88. The Evil Dead. Yes, ding, ding, ding. Uh, 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 uh. Question five. This is it. This is for all the prizes. There's prizes on this show? Yep. They're all (laughs) waiting for you. (laughs) No wig. No wig. Oh, no. Question five. You'll find a lot of stuff in the woods in this movie, including a hillbilly murderer and Dawn of the Dead survivor queen Galen Ross. Oh, Galen. Oh, uh, uh, um, Mania. No, no, no. Uh, Madman. Yes, ding, ding, ding. Oh, oh. Well. One of us gets prizes today. The other gets the potter's field. Congratulations. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm, my heart is palpitating. Palpatine. Mm -hmm. My heart is feeling unlimited power. Like Palpatine. Wow. No, I almost said maniac. And then I caught myself and I said madman. Heard that that was almost as exciting as when the camera pulled back in the fourth kind and I saw that Dr. Abigail Emily Tyler was had been in a wheelchair the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, which one is a more exciting finish? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'm also just proud of myself that I could for once distinguish between the final terror and just before dawn. Yeah, I felt I felt it. I felt the process in your brain, and I was saying it's the final terror, Anthony. Well, because I remembered just before dawn is when I was like, okay, I had to remember the ending. And I was like, just before dawn is when that's the one where she shoves her fucking wrist down that guy's throat. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking wicked. 
Mm-hmm. And then I was like, but Final Terror is when Hair Mom shows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about wanting a wig. <laughs> like, Hair Mom is it. Hair Mom. You know what? Hair Mom, pioneer for women's rights. She was. We don't get a lot of lady killers, especially back then. No, and that she was a formative feminist backwoods. <laughs> backwoods garbage bag wearing pile of hair. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I mean, she, uh, look at look at amazing women fighting and fending for themselves in the wilderness. You have Nell and you have Hair Mom. <laughs> Maybe that was Nell's mom. Maybe that's where her mom went. Could be. That's right. I love The Final Terror and Just Before Dawn. Those are all, actually, all those are great movies. Yeah, they are. It's a great little subgenre. Well, thank love the you woods. For, thank you for that category. I love the woods, except for the movie The Woods. Man, that movie. I'm like, oh, Patricia Clarkson. Oh, The Woods. Oh, Girl School. This is going to be incredible. Lesbian witches. Lesbian witches. Never went in. Lucky McKee. I like Lucky McKee. Mm-hmm. Most of, for the most part. Never went anywhere. Nope. And you know what else? The Blair Witch sequel, the reboot sequel, originally titled, that was announced as The Woods, and it looked really scary, and then they revealed, and I saw that, I saw this trailer, and it's like, there's a new found footage movie in a forest, and it looks really upsetting, it's called The Woods, I can't wait. And then they said, oh wait, no, guess what? It's a new sequel to Blair Witch. And I said, what? I can't wait! And then I saw it. You said you can't wait? Yeah! I was I was genuinely excited because it was Adam Wingard and Simon Barrett, and I yeah, really, yeah, yeah. I loved your next and the guest, and I thought, you know what? Maybe now is the right time to do a, a good sequel to Blair Witch. It's picking up from Heather's story. It's her brother. Maybe this will be great. No. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> that reaction. It was not. It wasn't. In the end, it was just oh, we 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 found out how to make it different. Now they have a drone. Yeah. Well, another one down, as they say. It's just, it, that is what they say. Uh, as, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Who knows what? Hopefully, a, maybe a good one. Maybe a good one. No promises. <laughs> Hopefully, I, I'm at the very least, I'm aspiring for a film that actually is aware of itself as a film is trying to be a film i'm aspiring for a film that we can actually talk about yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh you know that's how low my sights are absolutely so. yeah it can have drunk split screen as long as there's something to say about it right beyond why is there drunk split screen <laughs> yes if you love the fourth kind I'm sorry. We're, we're very sorry. I, um, and I mean that. We're not here to yuck anyone's yum. No. Well, maybe just a few. <laughs> the yums we can't get behind, let's be real. Yeah. But, you know, uh, continue to love this film for whatever reason. You, tell us why you love it. No, don't tell us. L- take that and lock it away in a box. <laughs> and just have that for yourself. And keep it away from us. <laughs> Two shopping carts distance away. You can find us at gaylordsofdarkness.com. We have links to all of our social media on there. You can email us by clicking the little email envelope and that sends us all messages. You can subscribe to us through there. And also, this is another thing you can do. You can tip. You can use our little tip jar. And all of that is just, you can, you put in little, whatever dollar amount you want. And that goes straight to, um, straight to the Gaylords and straight to the manor and it's just a nice little thing to do we always appreciate it and i've been meaning to say it for a long time because stacy you single-handedly edited the entire i mean you do the show you edit the show and you were doing all of that during the three inning the re-three inning too mm. that's a shit ton of work so i think if you've had any joy listening to the show uh, uh show show stacy some love with oh, no. <laughs> not necessary it's appreciated though like i do appreciate there are people who subscribe and all of that and it's super it is, cool it's very 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 appreciated yeah um for sure and and we will we promise that we will choose more film well we can't promise we'll try we will try to choose films that 
will make you happy to listen to this show in the future. Let's not go crazy. Yeah, no, there's no Gaylord's guarantee. I will not guarantee anyone will enjoy this show. That's just, come on, man. Uh, okay, well, bye. Wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Uh, Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, Oh oh my my god! God. Oh Oh my my god! God. Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Darkness! Ha, ha, ha.